following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. You're listening to Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast on the BICBP Radio Network with your hosts, EZD Derek Jaws, T-Wave Taylor Sekaterski, Big Diesel Nick Yelich, Bold Claim Ben Yelich, and Austin Kelm, the Stat Man. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats. I am EZD, and joining me today to talk about the NFC East, the just the the most interesting division in football, uh, is Mr. Big Diesel, Nick Yelich. What's up, bud? Glad to be here. How are we doing? We are happy to have you, my friend. I can tell you that much. Um, the NFC East. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, certainly an intriguing division. Um. We talk all the time about best divisions in football, you know, AFC North, NFC West kind of thing. Um, not necessarily the most interesting, where you have maybe a at least one tire fire per year and then a six win team making the playoffs every three years. Right. We uh, I've I've come to notice in doing the the division previews that we've done, most of them have a this team is taking the division. This team is finishing last. And the two and three are kind of like a meh toss-up. Yeah. Uh, this division is in the worst way. Yeah, it's competitive. It's all well, we said it last year. It's 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 maction of the NFL. You it, know, it they is, should play it? their game on Wednesday nights. Everybody gets to sit down and watch the absolute shit show that unfolds on a football field. The good old 120 by 53. Gotta love it. You know? Gotta love um, it. Um I that but yeah, that's they're they're the Mac. They are, aren't they? Um, yeah, it's it's interesting to say the least. And I've I've probably said that three times in the last two minutes that it's interesting. Um, we're gonna start with the most enigmatic team every year in any division, the Dallas Cowboys. I would say that they're the most wildly consistent. I mean, they're five hundred over the past twenty years. Almost exactly. Got to be. Yeah. Gotta so be. I, they're kind of pissed that there's an odd number of games now because they can't finish 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah, they, they can't finish down the middle of the road. Yeah, so they're going to have to be either one game above or below 500. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll go 7-9 and nine and then 9-7 and seven back-to-back years. That's that's how they'll make up for it. Uh, well, 10-7. and seven, You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Whatever. However many games there are. Math is hard, and I get yeah. that. Uh, so looking through what we've got free agency-wise so far, Obviously, the big move was Dak Prescott. Yeah, bringing him back. Yeah, getting getting the deal done. Shout out to Dak. Get that bag. Um, they signed Ty Insecki from the Bills. Yeah, he's going home on that retirement tour. Yeah, uh, they brought in Malik Hooker <laughs> from the Colts. Nice. I appreciate. He's the a name. good player, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lost backup quarterback Andy Dalton to the Bears. Brought in Rip. punter Brian Anger from I actually the know that name. Right, that's that's impressive. In, yeah, wow. Uh, they brought over Keanu Neal yeah. from the Falcons. They moved him to linebacker. Oh, that's yeah. they're listing him him on the depth chart as a linebacker. So Sean Lee replacement, which is hilarious because either one of them can stay healthy. Right. Um, brought or they lost Cameron Irving to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Looney, Chris Jones, and uh, Sean Lee and Tyrone Crawford as 
that I've gotten to so far, along with Jamie's Olawali, uh, look to be free agents unsigned. Gotcha. Um, Aldon Smith went to the Seahawks. Blake Bell went to the Chiefs. Uh, LP Ladakuriruker. Yeah, he's a long snapper. Nobody cares. Oh wow! I was a long snapper. Calm down. Oh my god! I Reed care. Ferguson is going to be up in our DMs. Uh, he might all be. pissed off. Listen, Reed Ferguson's the only long snapper that does matter because he's my true. long snapper. Yeah. Uh, they the brought in Jake McQuaid as a long snapper from the Rams. So there you go. They replaced him. Uh, lost Joe Thomas to the Texans. Lost Chidobi Awuzie mm-hmm. to the Bengals. They brought in Brent. Urban, the interior defensive lineman from the Bears. Uh, Justin March Lillard, they lost him to the Titans. They re-signed C.J. Goodwin. Um, Richard, Richard Robinson is unsigned by anybody. They re-signed Jordan Lewis. They brought over Terrell Basham from the Jets. Uh, Stephen Goodry is yet to be signed by anybody. They re-signed Malik Turner. Uh, they lost Antoine Woods to the Colts. Carlos Watkins came over from the Texans. Eli An- Ankoy? Anku? Sure. He, he's a Bill now, so nice. we should probably know that one. Yeah. Um, probably going to get cut. Yeah, probably. Eli Anku, Anku, Anku going to be on my roster for much longer. <laughs> uh, Greg Sinat, left tackle, went to the Browns. Uh, DeMonte Kazi came over from the Falcons. Kamikaze? Uh Kazi, K-A-Z-E. Kamikaze. He's a safety. Jeremy Sprinkle. Came over from uh, the football team. Ah, the Sprinks. Xavier Woods went to the Vikings. They re-signed Noah Brown and Rondell Carter. They brought over Kyron Brown, the corner from the Jets. They re-signed Cedric Wilson Jr. They lost Cedric Westry to the Ravens, Savion Smith to the Broncos, and they brought in Reggie Davis from the Bears. One of the shorter free agency lists that I've read. All right, but here's what I noticed in overall theme on that was. They lost people to good teams, and they brought in people from the Jets, the Texans, and there was another one in there who wasn't really good, but, like, that's what they're yeah, they, they, refilling they their in, roster with. They, they reloaded with bottom of the barrel while losing good players to already good teams. Yeah. And like, even, I mean, even losing not good players to, to good, good teams. teams. I mean, we saw Mike Gillisley for the Bills get signed by the Patriots and go run for, like, eight touchdowns in a year. Because right. fuck us, like that's just how, that's how that worked. <laughs> yeah, the rich get richer for sure. Yep. Well, it turns out when you put you know guys on a talented good team that they can also produce. And don't get it twisted. This is a talented offense. Yeah, that's a talented team. They got names. They got guys from big schools who were five star, four star athletes. They got all of it. They got a lot on offense. They got a ton of offensive pieces. Their line is not nearly what it was, you know, four years ago. Right. That doesn't really, I don't know, doesn't affect too much. Right. And, like, the biggest question mark here is the running game as a whole. Um, Yeah, but Zeke looks good. Like, in shape. He was in Cabo getting freaking wasted last year. Fair. Uh, Him being in shape, I don't think, has ever been as much of a question as him holding on to the football, though. He's had the fumbles like like you would not believe the last two years. Yeah, I mean, that happens. Uh, Adrian Peterson had that issue for a while. Very true. You know, these things, like, there's there's always going to be narratives that pop up, and it either breaks or it continues. And that's fair to point out, but I don't know if I'm going to hang my head on the fact that Zeke Elliott, who I've watched for years and know that he is a beast, 
Now, yeah, he's had great offensive lines at Ohio State and, and on the Cowboys, but like, there's no denying that he's an animal. Yeah, I, he, I'm definitely going to say he's good. He's a um, freak athlete. And yeah. now that he's back in shape. You, yeah, you'd hope he's definitely got another year or two you know, on the treads. Yeah, yeah. Um, because the way he's been trending the last two years has been opposite of I that. Think, but. but I honestly think that that might have got to him this offseason. You'd hope so, right? Like, you'd hope that that fire it, would be... It almost went like, yo, like, somebody, just one of his one of his boys was probably like, yo, like, you're losing it. Like, what's good? Right. You, you'd really, really hope so, because he's a dude that can be absolutely electric on the football field. Right. And to, I mean, to see him just yeah. kind of sputter the way he has... That's what I'm saying. Upsetting. Like, like you can say all you want about great offensive lines, but there was a, there was a time where you didn't want the ball in anybody's hands but Zeke's. Right. And now it's, damn it, we got to try to... Chew clock. Yeah. Don't drop the ball. <laughs> Literally, don't drop the ball. Um, not a whole lot of big splashes, like I said, in that uh, in that offseason free agency move. Obviously, inking Dak long-term is a big deal. Right. Uh, that's something and that eats you know, up a lot of their cap. Eats up a lot of the cap, and it's good for him, um, You know, especially coming off the injury. Right. You know, he was playing like a madman. Uh, our friends from Two Point referred to it as, you know, he had a lot of garbage time stats and stuff like that, but you still got to throw the ball. You still gotta, yeah, I mean, got to get it to the it, guys. Like the, the, the whole thing with quarterbacks is are you winning or losing because of them? And in, in that, they were losing in spite of Dak. It was nothing to do with his play that no. was holding the Cowboys back. No, and I, you know, I jokingly on this podcast last year said that Andy Dalton would be starting by week six and, right. the, and, the, and the Cowboys would be two and three. I was right. Yeah, not, not for the, the way, re- not for the reason I thought, but not I was the right. way you wanted to be, really. But uh, you were right. Yeah, but it's good to see Dak back and kind of moving around. Although you know he has had a little bit of a shoulder injury, I guess this camp. But he, honestly, he though, be fine. yeah, but like that's also he's coming off of an injury, and they're like, hey, let's not get him messed up in preseason. Absolutely, there's no need for that. No, none. Uh, and interestingly enough, the, so we just said that the Cowboys were losing. In spite of Dak Prescott's play, uh, and that was a lot of that was indicative to their just atrocious, atrocious defense. Which again, you didn't see a whole lot of big name splashes on free agency. However, their draft went linebacker, corner, D line, edge, corner, linebacker, and then they took another D line, another corner later in the draft. Yeah, so, I think they were trying to address it. Yeah, I think, I, and, and when you have those kinds of holes. And you can't throw money at people because you, you throw money on the offense. Yeah, you, on cheap options. Yeah, you you try to build that through the draft. Um, I mean, there's no denying that Jerry Jones knows how to build a team in it, a way. It's just a matter of him actually doing it. It's a matter of him getting out of his own way at certain points. Right. So reading through the Cowboys draft, uh, Micah Parkins was their first pick at linebacker for Penn State. Uh, I, I know I was on record before the draft saying it. I'm going to say it again. Bust. Not good. Uh, Kelvin Joseph, the corner from Kentucky, 44th like overall. Fat. Fats. I think his name is Fats Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, a beast. I mean, he's got like a bit of a, maybe like a criminal record, some would say. But okay. the dude can play ball. And it, yeah, Pac-Man Jones could play ball too. Absolutely. Uh, Osa. Adegizahizua. Sure. Yeah, defensive lineman. Guy, right? uh, UCLA. Uh, defensive line from UCLA. Uh, Chauncey Golston, uh, edge rusher from Iowa. Mm-hmm. Nishon Wright, the cornerback from Oregon State. Okay. Jabril Cox, the linebacker from LSU. Cox. <laughs> uh, 
Ball. <laughs> Jabril Cox and Josh Ball. <laughs> this is good. This is a good clean family show. No kidding. I'm gonna have to put a disclaimer at the top <laughs> of this show too. Uh, so Jabril Cox, linebacker from LSU. Josh Ball, offensive tackle from Marshall. Simi Fihoko, yeah, yeah, wide yeah, receiver yeah. from Stanford. Uh, He's a beast. Quentin Bohana, the defensive line from Kentucky. Israel Mukuamu. God, I'm butchering these. I, I, I guarantee I'm butchering these today. Uh, corner from South Carolina. And then Matt Farniok. Farnoik. Offensive line, offensive line from Nebraska. Yikes. Yeah, um, they absolutely focused on the defensive side. Love um, it. Love the know. draft. Don't love the pronunciations, but we're we're moving past it. Yeah, you know, I you you could not do better. <laughs> There's no way I no, could do better. You could not do There's better. a reason why I'm letting you do it. Absolutely. You take the fall and I make fun of you. So I mean th- this this has the makings of a team that's trying to right the ship, if you will. Yeah, but they're doing cowboy things. They're kind of just treading tires because they they spend a lot of money in weird places and then They sure do, don't they? Yeah, like that's just they they're doing what they're doing and they are throwing flyers and they they're probably going to hit on three or four of those guys and then they're going to pay like two of them, let two of them walk and yeah, do cowboy things. Yeah, and you know, you have a lot of money right now tied up on the offensive side of the ball for them. Right. Mari Cooper, right. Between what was it Cooper, uh Cooper Zeke and Dak, it's like 72 mil or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the percentage of the cap of that is like a third. It's like an entire third of the cap for those three players, and then you have to build a team with the rest of it, and you also have to like pay your defensive players to stay, (laughs) like right. And so, like again, you're trying to to right the ship, but are you writing the ship? I mean, and and you look through this this like perspective starting lineup: Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and Ceedee Lamb as your receivers, with Prescott throwing to them and Elliott in the backfield tight end uh they're tight end they don't have oh sorry Jarwin Blake sorry Blake Blake Jarwin Jarwin Blake sorry I love that Blake Jarwin trash but yeah okay that's that's tough yeah I mean reading through their tight end depth charts Blake Jarwin Dalton Schultz Sean McKeon they they sprinkle he just wants another Jason Witten doesn't he she sure does that's incredible um yeah, so good I luck mean, finding that. But yeah, keep keep yeah. going. I mean, that's really like so. That's really the soft spot is they don't have a tight end to speak of. Yeah, um, not a whole lot of depth at right guard if Zach Martin dies. Yeah, so well, hopefully he doesn't die. No kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So Tyrone Smith, Connor Williams, Tyler Bayades, Zach Martin, and Lael Collins are the. Current listed starters, um, you know, obviously Ty and Seki will probably push for that right tackle spot if he can. Yeah, if he can but, stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, and that's, again, the, the offense wasn't the problem last right, year. Right, so, at all. And I don't see it being a problem again this year. And unless, it really wasn't even a problem with Andy Dalton. Like, that's how that's how talented the offense was. Right. And, like, you could say all you want about Mike McCarthy. Not a great play caller, but, I mean, regardless of whether he was holding them back, the offense still wasn't a problem. So, yeah, I mean, they got yeah. they got bigger issues. They sure do. <laughs> like um, how to run at an angle that will stop a guy from going <laughs> to the end zone. Right. I thought I learned that in, like, seventh and eighth grade. Yeah, dude, that's modified football. <laughs> Angles but, of pursuit. Uh, yeah. But uh, a team 
in the same division that kind of matches the what the fuckery of the Cowboys has got to be the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, so this is a little bit longer of a free agent move pool. Losing uh, Carson injury Wentz to the Colts. Uh, also the most fragile, mentally hu- like unstable human being I think I've ever seen at the quarterback position. Probably. I mean, couldn't handle the fact that Nick Foles was his backup. Yeah. Couldn't handle the fact that they uh, drafted Jalen Hurts. Would you would you be okay with Big Dick Nick being on your heels? Yeah. I would have absolutely no problem having some competition. Raise yeah. my level of play. Here's here's the thing for me with Carson Wentz. He got he got antsy about having him like and rightfully so on the on, like on the standpoint that he was a Super Bowl MVP. Like Big Dick Nick got it done in the biggest game and all it's going to take is one or two small missteps and people are going to be like, oh, what about Foles? What about Foles? The problem is he did that and your franchise went, you're still the guy. So really just go and play. Yeah. Well, then you're going to get butthurt about a draft pick. And like, what have we learned about college college quarterbacks? Most of them don't translate. Right. You should be fine. Right. Like he, That's what I'm saying. Just mentally weak and... I mean, he's always getting hurt, which he can't control, and I don't blame him for that. You can't really play through injury, but you can control how you play um, based upon competition on your own team. Right. (laughs) Like, come on, man. Yeah. Isn't the point to have the best players around possible iron sharpens iron that whole thing? You you like why do you want them to 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 hardest steel is forged in the hottest fires? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, but that's a lot of these dudes go their entire lives with. Yeah, being. but he's also a small town kid went to North Dakota State, and he's acting like a, a prima donna kind of. Yeah, you know, I, but again, you know, small town, which means he probably got his balls powdered most of his life. Well, Smaller our school. small town guy is a fucking animal. I agree. Yeah, but he also, I mean, but and there's a big difference. No scholarships coming out of college or going out coming out of high school. Nobody wanted him. Then he was gonna be he was gonna be a bust. Like, I don't know. Maybe once had a little bit easier. Maybe he, you know, fair could have went somewhere bigger. Went to a smaller school because he wanted to be the guy. Yeah, he wanted to be big wiener Wentz, and instead of having big dick Nick behind him, you're welcome. Uh, resigned Brandon. above above girth Wentz. <laughs> Uh, re-signed Brandon Graham, the edge rusher. Alshon Jeffrey is currently an unsigned uh, free agent. Yeah, he's washed, unfortunately. Yep. Had a great run. Sure did. What a, what a time. He was so good in Chicago. People forget him and Brandon Marshall in Chicago were actually filthy. Oh, my God. That was disgusting. I had them both at one point on a fantasy Yeah, team. fantasy, they were nasty. And, and that, wasn't one of, that wasn't one of those like one or the other. Right. They both did well. And that was like the Matt Forte Bears. Oh, man, what yeah. a time to be alive. Yeah, the defensively stout Bears with Alshon Jeffrey... Brandon. Back when the Bears could actually oh, yeah. play football. God, remember those days? I do. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan, they got brought over from the football team. The football team. Anthony Harris, the safety from the Vikings, came over. They lost to Malik Johnson to the Browns, lost to Sean Jackson, back to the Rams. Um, they brought over Steven Nelson, the cornerback from the Steelers. Resigned Jason Kelsey, lost to Marquise Goodwin to the Bears. Resigned Rodney, Rodney McLeod. Yeah, McLeod. Yeah. Um, Jason Peters is currently unsigned. Uh, they lost Jalen Mills to the Pats. They brought over Eric Wilson from the Vikes. Lost Nate Sudfield to the Niners because they needed a quarterback, apparently. Uh, well, Josh Rosen was their third string. That's fair. 
Carry uh, on Johnson came over from the Lions. They brought in Joe Flacco from the Jets because Joe Flacco is elite because sometimes you need a Super Bowl MVP well, to back up I mean, your guy. Guy threw for four four thousand and thirty. I mean Is Joe Flacco elite? He was at one point. He was. For, I was for a, one season. I was a big Joe Flacco guy. Well, I was a Joe was Flacco too. guy out of Delaware. I was big a big I was Joe a, I liked guy. Joe Flacco when he was in Baltimore. Uh Nikel Roby Coleman is currently unsigned. Vinny Curry came over or went to the Jets. They brought over LaRaven Clark from the Colts. LaRaven Clark didn't play for Baltimore. That's just absolutely horrific PR for the NFL. Right? What are they doing? Don't know. If there's the one thing you're going to fix, it's got to be that guy to the Ravens. Yeah, that would be like a guy whose last name is Bill not playing for the Bills. Yeah, like, like when or, we had all the Williams. Like, yeah, like have, have his name be like have a guy named William Bill or Bill Williams and like have both. Both yeah. guys, yeah. Here, they got to play for the Bills. Yeah. Why? Because they're both Bills. Yeah, come on. They're Bill Bills. They're Bill Bills. Bills, Bills, Bills. Bills, Bills, Bills. Bill Billiams. Bill Williams. Bill Billiams. Uh, Hassan Ridgeway. Resigned. I like Hassan. Yep. Uh, he resigned with the Eagles. They brought over Andrew Adams, safety from the Bucks. Uh, Josiah Scott, corner from the Jags. They lost Cravon LeBlanc to the Dolphins. They resigned Richard Rodgers. Lost a Duke Riley to the Dolphins. Resigned Kevin Seymour. Lost Corey Clement to the Giants. Lost Cameron Johnston, the punter, to the Texans because the Texans definitely need a punter because they're going to do a lot of it. They brought over Nick Mullins from the Niners. Uh, Naturally. Joe Bocci. Yeah, that's his Bocci. Uh, Bocci lost, ball? Lost him to the Bengals. They lost Josh Perkins to the Niners. Uh, Shaquille Taylor is currently unsigned. Rudy Ford went to the Jags, re-signed Boston Scott. Nate Nate Jerry? Geary? Nate, G- Nate Geary. Nate Geary. Uh, like the guy who... Uh, is on local radio. Yeah, but there's an extra R in there somewhere. Yeah, well, anyone's in Nebraska. Yeah, uh, he is currently unsigned, and they re-signed Alex Singleton and Greg Ward. So a little bit more extensive, um, but once again, not a whole lot of splash there. Not yeah, a whole but, lot of. But also, like the whole thing with this off season, you got to remember too is the the rift between Doug Peterson and the front office, and Doug is out, and they're going with Jalen now. And yeah, yeah, like that's been their their thing, and I don't really know how they're building around Hertz with a lot of these moves. Right. We'll get to the draft, but yeah, um, and that's really you know, I don't know, I, I'm not positive what their draft or what their cap situation was like. Not great because they well, I know Peters is unsigned, but. They still had Lane Johnson on the cap, who was injured, but like still had to pay him a lot. They, um, who's the guy? Fletcher Cox. Yep, is making a ton of money inside, and he's still productive, but not what he was like when they won the Super Bowl. Right. So that's they they were in the spot like you want to talk about Super Bowl windows and Super Bowl windows closing. They hit late in their Super Bowl window. They sure did, and a lot of their veterans were on heavy contracts and well, could not sustain play. And it seems like they wanted to throw as much money as they could at the people who were on that Super Bowl team. Right. And they probably should have sold high. Yeah, but everybody was like 31 plus besides right. Wentz. Which is why you should have probably sold high on some of those and right. you know gotten something back for them. Uh, they did try to address some of this through the draft here. Uh, they w- moved up to the 10th overall pick to get Devonta Smith from Alabama, wide receiver, to help 
Mr. Hurts a little bit. Uh, then the second round pick, they got Landon Dickerson, mm-hmm. center from Alabama, which if you're going to take an offensive lineman from somewhere, that might be the place. Meh. Maybe more five years, maybe more five years ago than now, but go uh, Irish. Third round pick from Carolina, they got Milton Williams, defensive tackle from Louisiana Tech. Fourth round, they got Zach McPherson, corner from Texas Tech. Round five, Kenneth Gainwell, running back from Memphis. If you're going to take a running back, fifth round seems like a good spot to do it. And from Memphis, A. Gibb and Daryl Henderson mm-hmm. coming out recently. I mean, plenty, plenty of talent coming right. out of Memphis running backs. Uh, they had three sixth round picks with they had. Marlon Tupoluatu. Nice. Perfect. Nailed yeah. it. Tupoluatu. Uh, defensive tackle from USC. Uh, Taryn Jackson, defensive end from Coastal Carolina. And Jacoby Stevens, the safety from LSU. And then with the seventh round pick, Patrick Johnson, offensive lineman. Or off, sorry, outside linebacker from Tulane. So uh, this is, we've kind of talked about it a lot with some of the other teams that we've talked about in some of the other divisions. The draft is going to be interesting this year uh, because you're drafting guys who didn't play a ton last year. Right. Um, you know, guys who may have opted out, stuff like that. So, it's you know, there might be a lot of hit and miss, and, you know, you might see more hit in the later rounds, a lot of more miss in the upper rounds. It's going to be interesting, I think. Yeah. I mean, you can't fault them for taking a receiver where they took him because um, Miami moved up and took Waddle, right, before Smith. Yes, because it went Chase Waddle. So at that point, you're you're falling off the top tier receiver talent, and you need a receiver more yeah. than really anything on this roster. Yeah, you need a receiver. So you take the the Heisman Trophy winner, and he's small, but at, from all accounts, he's a ball player. And like, who cares about size, man? Like, yeah, size matters a lot, but also in the NFL, like if you're making the league. Ball players are ball players. Look at Tyreek Hill, yeah. right? Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. Like, if you can play ball, you're gonna you're gonna find your niche and you're gonna do well. Yeah, and I mean, so we looked through how stout the Cowboys' offense was, and now looking through the Eagles' offense, like, yikes! Yeah, they don't even have a running back, really. I mean, uh, Travis Fulgham, mm-hmm, Jalen sure. Rigor, and Devonta Smith are listed as their starting receivers. Um, obviously, they have Zach Ertz. And Dallas Goddard, who I I like, I like Goddard too. I mean, he's definitely not a he wouldn't be a bad replacement for Ertz. Yeah, but they, he should have replaced Ertz two years ago, last year. Yeah, at the worst, yeah, probably two years ago at best. Uh, and their quarterbacks again. Jalen Hurts is going to be the guy to start the year with Flacco and Mullins behind him. What an electric quarterback room, right? <laughs> Jalen Hurts leading Nick Mullins and Joe Flacco, uh, and then their. Running back by committee is Miles Sanders, Carrion Johnson, Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, Jason Huntley, Elijah Holyfield, Kenneth Gainwell, and Adrian Killians Jr. Yeah, and they're saying that Miles Sanders is not even getting touches in camp. Yeah, and he's listed as probably RB1 on this list that I'm looking at. Well, so. yeah, based off of last year's yeah. touches. I mean, obviously, that the depth chart is going to get updated as soon as preseason games oh, start. Oh, sure. But that's not what? Yeah, that, Wednesday, that was going- Thursday that they start this Thursday. week? Thursday. Thursday this Thursday. week? So, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's and you know, not a ton. To t- I have a lot of a lot of older names here on this defense. Like right. Fletcher Clot, Fletcher <laughs> Fletcher Cox, uh, Brandon Graham. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Both are still really productive, really yeah. good football players. But they're at they're getting paid a lot of money to be productive for for years to come. Right. 
So that's uh, that's pretty tough. But you know, it I I don't have the Eagles doing well this year personally. <laughs> I don't see how you could. But I really don't see, how, especially with an extra game like that's going to be cross conference. They're not beating any. Like who in the AFC could the Eagles really contend with? Uh, the nobody. Jets, right? I think the Jags are better than them. The Texans probably. I, I don't even have the Jags as the worst in their division anymore. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So I mean, that'll it'll, it's going to be a long year for Philly. I think. Um, yeah. Obviously, some of that may change should they pull off a deal for, like they've been tied to talks with Deshaun Watson right. quite a bit recently. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if depending they can on how remotely... aggressively Deshaun wanted a finger in the butt is going to depend on if he gets moved or stays. Right. Um, I I don't think he'll move any time before any ruling comes out from the league. They they'd be not stupid. a shot. Yeah, they'd, they'd be. Not, who's going to give up? Who's going to give up so. all of the assets for a guy that is not, not be available? Yeah. Right. That's like trading for prime Josh Gordon. Nobody was going to do it. Right. He's not, he was. There was no way that you were giving, despite the fact that he what had two uh, straight sixteen hundred receiving yard years yeah, or whatever. Arguably one of the best talents in the game at the time. Bro was like literally <laughs> up there like competing with Megatron. Yeah. Fucked up off his ass. <laughs> right. Just. Couldn't couldn't stay sober enough long enough. <coughs> so, um, quietly, one of the more interesting. I keep using the word interesting for <coughs> for, for this division. It's hard not to. Um, intriguing, intriguing. The Giants are very quietly a good football team. Yep. Yeah. And I, I mean, and, they, I, and I don't know when it happened. Uh, Joe Judge, despite the fact that there seems to be a bit of. Uh, disagreement in the New York media on whether or not he's too much of a hard ass. Their defense was good last year. Like, their defense was good. Danny Dimes was kind of like Josh here, too. Right, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, the turnovers were there, but you saw progress, and he started to sling the rock around. They got offensive weapons. They bring in, well, we'll talk about it, but they bring in Kenny Galladay. Like, yeah, they, this is, this is a Daniel Jones prove-it year, but they're also, I mean, in this division... They were what one game away from making like playoffs, a half, like last a half year. game out of the playoffs, right? And I'm sure that they were looking at what the football team did against Tampa, and were like, "We could have done better." Not whether or not they could have, right? Neither here nor there. But in terms of coming back this year with a mindset, yeah, you know, they can come. They'll, they'll, yeah. They they found yeah. they found a stride. Yeah, um, they found their they found their spot. Obviously, getting one of, if not your best athlete on offense back at some point this year will help right. with Saquon. They, I think they said week one. Uh, they're just not they're, gonna. They they they've been pushing toward like week three to week four the last oh, yeah. couple days. I've haven't heard. seen that. Okay. Um, well, I know. Well, regardless, they were never gonna have him suit up during preseason. No, God, no, at all. Um, so they re-signed Leonard Williams, re-signed Nate dude, Solder. Dude, hang on, Leonard Williams, stud. If you watch Giants football, that dude is a wrecking ball on the D line. I love watching him play. When you hear someone reminds talk, me of Jared Allen with the violence that he comes off the ball with. Okay, like like prime Jared Allen. Yeah, okay. like just hands on, and I'm just, like you're just not stopping me. Right. Like I'm either gonna go around you or through you. Your call. Yeah, like, you make the decision. Yeah, and when you when you start talking about that as an interior line uh, right. defensive line, that's impressive. Right. Um. You know, it's not often you hear the phrase "stud" used to describe an an, an interior guy like that, right. but. And he's a three-down guy. Yeah, 
I mean, he uh, 73.5% of the snaps last year. Yeah. So uh, they also re-signed Nate Solder, left tackle. Uh, they lost Kevin Zeitler, their right guard, yeah. who, pay, who played 98% of their snaps last year. They lost him to the Ravens. I don't know how good he was. Right. You know what I mean? But but, but it's still a starting guard. Yeah. Uh, Golden Tate currently unsigned. They brought over Kyle Rudolph from the Vikings. Lost Kyle Fackrell, mm-hmm. uh, the edge rusher to the Chargers. They brought over John Ross from the Bengals. Uh, brought over Danny Shelton, the interior defensive lineman from the Lions. Lost Cameron Fleming to the Broncos, re-signed Levine, Levine Toliolo. Tight end, I don't, I don't even know who that is. Nice. T-O-I-L-O-L-O. Toliolo. Toliolo. Uh Brought over Adore Jackson, corner from the Titans. Yep. Lost David Mayo to the football team. Lost Colt McCoy to the Cards. Lost oh. Spencer Pulley to the Titans. How are they uh, going to survive without Colt? Colt McCoy still playing football is like just kind of makes, makes me, me happy. happy. Yeah, yeah, makes me very it's just like a little warm feeling in the gut. Yeah, right about right about there. <laughs> uh, Cody Core, Nate Ebner, and Dion Lewis are all currently unsigned. Uh, Austin Johnson resigned. They lost Devontae Freeman to the Saints. Brought over Ryan Anderson, the edge rusher from the football team. They brought over Mike Glennon from the Jags. So they traded. Oh, they, the neck! Right, the right. neck. Let's go. Human Pez dispenser. Oh my God. Uh, Delvin Tomlinson went to the Vikings. Jabal Sheard is currently unsigned. Alfred Morris resigned. Uh, they brought over Devontae Booker from the Raiders. They resigned Casey Kreider. Brought over Reggie Ragland from the Lions. Ooh, uh, Reggie. Reggie Ragland, yeah. I can't believe he's still kicking. No kidding. Uh, Ryan Lewis is currently unsigned. Isaac Yidem uh, sure. resigned. Adrian Colbert went to the Patriots. They brought over Corey Clement from the Eagles, which you just heard two minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Galladay, the big one mm-hmm. that's going to help that offense uh, from the Lions. They lost Wayne Gullman to the Niners because the Niners want every running back in the league on their team because they're a running football team. They also, like, they're wild because they use their running backs on special teams. Oh, yeah. They're, 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 especially, like, punt coverage. Like, ah, just go run past everybody. You're right. fast. Yeah, just go get it. Uh, Ifedi Odengigbo. Yeah. Close enough? I mean, I was just rolling with it. Uh, Edge rusher from the Vikings came over. Uh, They re-signed Devontae Downs. They brought over Cullen Gillaspia from the Texans. He's a fullback. Hell yeah, brother. Listen, we have a special place in our hearts for fullbacks on this podcast because of the artist formerly known as fullback bold claim Ben. Yeah. Who is now defensive lineman bold claim. I mean, the poor guy got stuck at guard on varsity, but man, when he was on JV and they gave him like two carries a game. (laughs) Wow. Get out the way. Yeah. That's a bakery. It's like the ludicrous song, right? Uh, Brought over Matt Cole from the Niners. Tommy Stevens from the Panthers. Uh, Damari Scott is unsigned. Madre Harper resigned. They brought over Josh Kalu from the Titans. And then Jackson Barton, David Sills, and CJ Board all resigned. Not a whole lot of uh, playing time on a lot of those yeah. from last year. But, I mean, a lot of that could be, you know. Yeah, but again, Giants really weren't They're, awful. They, they definitely, and they weren't world beaters, that's for they sure. They weren't world beaters. But, like, at that point, you were coming off of losing your franchise quarterback for how many years, replacing him with, a guy probably the draft after you should have. Right. And you're competitive already. Like, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, 
brought in a new coach, Joe Judge. He whipped them into shape. They're fighting in practice. I love. A I mean, good, you I love say what you want, crap. but like I've been on the best teams I've been on. There's been fist fights in preseason. There, there almost has to be because you like we. It's talked about, about getting it. better. Yeah, we, we talked about it a little bit with like the very first like OTA day. There was a fight at Bills camp. Yeah, and it's like uh, good. I want that competitive nature. I want that, and like the fact that it was my brand new offensive tackle fighting my fourth year, third year defensive tackle. Like, yeah, let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely trying to help round out the Giants team. Uh, their first round pick was Kadarius Tony from Florida. Meh. Uh, the guy's an electric athlete, but he's got hands like a baby elephant. Do baby elephants have hands? That is the joke. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he tries to catch with his tusks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's it's it's. I mean, I don't I don't know if he can fix it, but like, I mean, you look at Deontay Johnson for the Steelers last year. Right. I mean, when he got the ball, whew, look out. You better you better get him because if he's in space, it's over. But half the time, it's hitting the ground. Right. Uh, they also in round two took linebacker Aziz Ojolari yep. from Georgia. Yeah, yep. like that one. Uh, third round corner Aaron Robinson from UCF. Fourth round Ellerson Smith from Northern Iowa, the linebacker. Sixth round uh, running back Gary Brightwell from Arizona. Uh, go away, pop up ad. Cornerback Rodarius Williams from Oklahoma State in the sixth, and that'll that was their draft. Yeah, just kind of getting depth at spots they needed depth. Yeah, I mean nobody. So I mean, and you. So you look here at their depth chart: uh, Darius Slayton, Kenny Galladay, and John Ross are their receivers. That's not a bad lineup, right? You know, Sterling Shepard mixes right. mix in there. David I mean, Sills is in, let's is on be this real, list. dude. Sterling Shepard is the slot guy. Like he's going to start at slot over John Ross. He's a step below Cole Beasley, but he's a good slot guy. Yeah. Uh, Evan Ingram at one point. Was slated to be one of the better. Doesn't matter. The they game. got Kyle Rudolph too. Yeah. So, so now you you can you can mix that you mix those you, two. Well, around. you also actually have a threat to Evan Ingram, where it's like if you suck, we're just gonna give Kyle all the snaps. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously Daniel Jones with Mike Glennon backing him up and Clayton Thorson behind him. Electric. Uh, Saquon Barkley, should he come back? Uh, in time will be the load-bearing back there, but having Devontae Booker behind him doesn't hurt. Yeah. Uh, somebody who can spell him from time to time. Proven NFL running back, too. Yeah, the uh, the remainder of that room is Elijah Penny, Gary Brightwell, Corey Clement, Sandro Platzgummer. Wow. And Alfred Morris. Yeah, Alfred yeah. Morris. And then, obviously, Cullen Gilles- Gillespie. 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 Yeah, sure. Uh, as the fullback, um, the best part of this team last year was this, was their defense. Their, the defense kept them in games, kept them going, kept them moving. So and yeah, they're. I mean, you want to look at the, the depth chart for defense because yeah. they addressed their corner position, which they like. I guess needed to right, but it really just added. Now they can run nickel sets like not an issue. Yeah. So uh, defensive tackle starter uh, Leonard Williams, nose tackle Austin Johnson, defensive end. Uh, Dexter Lawrence the second, backed up by R.J. McIntosh. Uh, Sam linebacker would be O'Shane Eximenez. X-I-M-I-N-E-S. I don't know. I, Jimenez? Sure. Um, 
In, right inside linebacker, Blake Martinez. Uh, Very Matt Milano-esque. Yeah. Makes a lot of tackles, flies around, not a like superb athlete. Uh, Lorenzo Carter at, I believe, what they would be listed here as a will linebacker. Yep. Um, then outside linebacker is Aziz Ojolari, which we right. talked about. And then their left corner is James Bradbury. Their right corner is Adore Jackson. They have Jabril Peppers and Ryan Logan at the safety spots. Both yeah. solid names there. Uh, their left corner, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys listed. Right corner, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys listed. I mean, they like, we're gonna find the guys that make it right. work. So, well, and know. I'll also say, uh, D tackle wise, I don't really know Anthony Johnson, but they did sign Danny Shelton as well, who's a nose. Yeah. So that helps interior D line there. Yeah. So, so they're, they're they're a solid roster, and like we were saying, prove it year for Danny Dimes. Absolutely. Can you make the playoffs with a good roster? Yeah. Because if and not, this is a it's a good it's, roster. Right. If if not, we got to go get a, a different guy. Yeah. Uh, and just, just so we're on the same page here, the Our Lads death chart that I'm looking at has defensive tackle Leonard Williams, B.J. Hill, and Raymond Johnson the third, and then nose tackle Austin Johnson, Danny Shelton, and David Moa. Yeah. So, all right. So there's that. And then on, <laughs> on paper. Last but not least. On paper. Ya boy is all about the Washington football team. Football. So I would tell you that I ha- I would have the Giants winning this division personally if it wasn't for the football team. Yeah. It's, this their defense is too good for might, any of the offenses in the division. Yes, this is this defense might be top 3 in the league. It's not might be they're confirmed top 3 in the league for like the past 3 2 years, 2 years. Right. So, I I am excited for the return of the football team to the top of the NFC East. They are my pick to win the NFC East by at least two games. That's that's me. Uh, obviously, Alex Smith retired. Brandon they re-signed Brandon Schreff, lost Ryan Kerrigan to the Eagles. They brought over Eric Flowers, the guard from the Dolphins, Charles Leno Jr., the tackle from the Bears. Adam Humphreys, receiver from the Titans. They lost Morgan Moses, the right tackle, to the Jets. They brought over Bobby McCain and Ryan Fitzpatrick from the Dolphins. Fitzmagic. Uh, which I will get to him in a minute. Um, Kevin Pierre-Louis went to the Texans. Ronald Darby went to the Broncos. They re-signed to Jonathan Allen. Uh, they brought over David Mayo from the Giants. They Resigned Dustin Hopkins, brought over William Jackson, corner from the Bengals. Reuben Foster, currently unsigned. Reuben Foster. Uh, Tyler Larson came over from the Panthers, resigned David Sharp. Brought over Daryl Roberts from the Lions, Curtis Samuel from the Panthers, lost Ryan Anderson to the Giants. Nick Sundberg and Mike. Mikhail Kendricks. Mikhail. Mikhail. I don't do names well. You know that. It's this. just Michael. That's not Michael. My Cole. My Chal. That's what it says. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Currently unsigned. Uh, Lamar Miller resigned. I Lammer. Love, I love Lamar Miller. I've liked Lamar Miller for a long time. Uh, Jerron Christian went to the Texans. They resigned Taylor Heineke. Heineke? Heineke? Yeah, Heineke. Uh, I, sh- like... I, should, I should probably wear my glasses when I read like this. Uh <laughs> Wow, we're way too deep in for... Uh, we sure are. 
Fabian Moreau went to the Falcons. They brought over Ricky Seals-Jones, tight end from the Chiefs. Resigned Jared Norris, brought over Joe Walker, the linebacker from the Niners. Bryce Love is unsigned. Thaddeus Moss went to the Bengals. Robert Foster went to the Dolphins. Caleb Brantley is unsigned. Marcus Ball went to the Steelers. Lyndon Stevens came over from the Seahawks. Cam Sims re-signed. Jeremy Sprinkle went to the Cowboys. They brought over DeAndre Carter from the Bears. Sean Dion Hamilton went to the Lions. Josh Harvey Clemens is unsigned. Najee Toron came over from the Pats. They re-signed Kyle Allen, re-signed Danny Johnson. Emmanuel Hall is unsigned. And Tory McTire came over from the Bengals. A lot of keeping pieces together. Well... You could argue that they are the Dolphins on steroids. Yes. Where they are really, really a, a half-decent quarterback away from being a contender. Yeah. Um, Which they may have on their roster. So, before we address... Eye emojis. Before we address this, first-round pick, Jamin Davis. Jamin! Linebacker from Kentucky. Second-round pick, Samuel Cosme, offensive tackle from Texas. Uh, He's a good player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Third-round pick, Benjamin St. Just. Juste? Sure. Juste, corner from Minnesota. Uh, round th- uh, Another third-round pick, Dimey Brown, wide receiver yes, from North Carolina. stud. Uh, round four, John Bates, tight end from Boise State. Round five, Derek spelled the wrong way. Forrest, safety from Cincinnati. <laughs> Uh, sixth round pick from Philadelphia, Cameron Cheeseman, long oh. snapper, long snapper from Michigan. Let's go. Drafted the Cheeseman, the long snapper from Michigan. a long snapper. In the sixth round. Can you imagine having the absolute cojones to call into the league and be like, <laughs> River Boat Ron. the fucking long snapper. River Boat Ron wanted like, the long hey, snapper in the sixth. Hey, it's the sixth. It's like, it's like late six. You don't need to do that. No, no, no. Right. I want... The long snap. That's almost worse than taking Robert Aguayo in the second round. So the, this is the, the best part is they got this pick from Philly. Oh, that's just rubbing so, it in. So this is just a middle like this is what we're doing with your pick, bud. We this, pick, is, this is how much we, we pick value the it. long snapper because <laughs> uh, then they had three seventh round picks. Um, one, so they, what? Yes. Three, <laughs> that makes it even better. <laughs> so three, seventh round picks pick two forty from San Francisco through Philly, William Bradley King, the defensive end from Baylor, then pick two forty six Shaka Tony defensive end from Penn state. And then pick seven around seven, pick two fifty eight from Kansas city through Miami Dax Milne, M I L N E Milne wide receiver from BYU. All right. A lot of good stuff there. A lot of fun there. Um, so here's here's the first thing that I was thinking during that whole thing. Their wide receiver court used to be Scary Terry. Yes. Now it's Scary Terry, Curtis Samuel, and who's the guy that they drafted? Uh, Dimey Brown. Yeah, slot guy. So there's your there's there's three. So uh, look, looking at their depth chart, they have Terry. Like their listed starters are Terry McLaurin, Kelvin Harmon, and Curtis Samuel. With uh, Chris, or sorry, Cam Sims, Antonio Gandy Golden, and Dimey Brown as the next three in line right. in each position. Then Isaiah Wright, Steve Sims Jr., Adam Humphreys, Tony Brown, DeAndre Carter. Oh, Adam Humphreys, too, line. is a good slot guy. Yeah. 
Um, so, I mean, there's definitely some talent out there for yeah. sure. Well, that's, that is probably the one thing that they really addressed was, okay, sure, we didn't have a great quarterback, but also we can't rely on just Terry McLaurin, as right. great as he was for them. And don't get it twisted. He was wildly underrated because their offense looked bad. Yeah. Yeah, they really did. Um, starting left tackle, Charles Leno. Left guard, Eric Flowers. Center, Chase Rolier. Right guard, Brandon Scherf. Right tackle, Cornelius Lucas. Um, Solid right side of the line, questionable left side of the line. Right, and then, like, they have a... a, a but also, I mean, like... They you, just drafted a left tackle. Right. You also know, like, you don't need to be the top five offensive line in the league to to be a contender right. at all, to win a Super Bowl. I mean, the Cowboys had the, a historically great offensive line for almost half a decade and didn't make it out of the first round, didn't make it out of the wild card. Right. Uh, obviously, having starting running back Antonio Gibson here is big. Uh, right. He right. He's a beast. very, very good last year. Before the injury. Uh, J.D. McKissick backing him up didn't do terrible. Then they have Peyton Barber, Lamar Miller, Jonathan Williams, and Jarrett Patterson. Go, Jarrett. Drafted yeah. him in fantasy. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of good talent there. And their quarterback room, starting from the bottom up, is Steven Montez, Kyle Allen, Tyler Heineke, and Ryan fucking Miller. This is... Ryan Miller? Yeah, Ryan Miller. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Miller Sorry, I got ahead of is my, coming I'm, out of retirement. I am so, and I am so excited to talk about this that I said the wrong guy. <laughs> so that's awesome. Um, this is the most talented roster that Ryan Fitzpatrick has ever been a part of. Facts. Like, uh, that Tampa Bay team was pretty good. Okay. The Tampa Bay team was pretty good. This is the best overall team he's ever been on. This defense is elite. Yeah, it's very good. Like, this, this is not going to be a team where they're like, hey, we need you to go win us a game. This is going to be a don't fuck it up, in my opinion. This is going to be in my... Okay, so we have the argument all the time with my my friends from the two-point conversation about Ryan Fitzpatrick being a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback or not. No. Uh, my biggest issue is Ryan Fitzpatrick has never been given the keys to the keys to the car for real. Um, his time in... Ta- he's always been a transitional quarterback. He's never been the guy. What happened in Buffalo? He, was, he wasn't the guy. They didn't give him a shot to be the guy. They gave him a shot to be the guy, and then they paid him. I mean... Right, on a crappy team. That team wasn't good. Okay. But that's, that's the keys to the car. Right. You the, can't... No, okay. I, I get what you're by, saying. It's the first time it's crossed over, but the, the, that's, by, that, by, that doesn't mean key, that he's a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback for the, his entire the key, career. The keys to the car, meaning a car that actually runs. Well, okay, first of all, just because you get your first car and it's like a Pinto doesn't mean that it's not running. Well, the problem was it wasn't a Pinto. It was a roller skate. It was not a roller skate. It was a skate. roller skate. They had Paul Pazlozny leading the way on defense. I couldn't. I could barely make it through that. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh, the uh, this, this is the most talented team, top to bottom, on both sides of the football. Fitzpatrick has ever been on. I wholeheartedly believe that they have a shot and will win this division, and he can win a playoff game with them. I believe he would have taken the Dolphins to the playoffs last year had he not lost the job to Tua, and by lost the job, meaning you know, meaning taken from him he didn't lose the damn job and possibly could have won a playoff game there so i think fitzpatrick is better than he the better than the teams he's been played on and the fact that he's got his 16 year career kind of tips to that 
but I I love your passion for Ryan Fitzpatrick's football. Uh, us career. bearded folk have to stick. And I got to tell you, I love I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's one of my favorite players uh, of all time. But he is what he is, man. He's Fitz Magic and he's Fitz Tragic, and that's that's the way it is. He's well. This if there's a year to find out, this is it, my guy. Yeah, this is the year I to figure it out. I don't think he's gonna be the starting quarterback for the whole thing. You think Tyler Heineke is gonna beat him out? No. This is that's not what this, I said. This is Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's, that squad. is not what I said. Okay, who's who's gonna be the starting quarterback then? Bold claim, Ben me. Who's gonna be the starting quarterback? Kellen Mond. Not Kellen Mond. Who's the dude at the bottom? Uh, Steve Montez, other Texas A&M guy. Okay. Interesting. I could see it potentially being a thing where the alleged two-quarterback system in San Francisco is a bust, and they realize that uh, my boy Trey Lance is the truth over there, and they, I, and they move I, Jimmy G. I don't think that that is – I'm pretty sure that the whole thing is that Jimmy G is not playing. They're saying all the things in – in media and then they're giving Trey Lance all the first team reps. Yeah, you'd be stupid not to. Trey Lance is a stud. Yeah. He's um, gonna play like he's gonna start. Yeah, he absolutely is. Jimmy G's not playing another down for Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan hates him. Yeah. So <laughs> so the only way you could convince me that uh this isn't Fitz's team is if they go and get Jimmy G before the deadline. But I don't see it happening. So uh right here, right now, live on air, not live but on air, give me your NFC East predictions. NFC East predictions. This is this is this is wild. As we said, the most interesting division in football, not the best, but in uh, the action of the NFL, I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I said it. Dallas Cowboys. Then I'm going to go with the G-Men, then the football team, and then the Eagles. All right. So I have a slight variation there. Um, I'm going with the football team, like I said, then the G-Men, then the Cowboys, then the Eagles. So that's uh, that's my take on it. And with that, that'll wrap up our NFC East preview, If uh, unless there's anything else you got going for that. No. No, I am good on that. I am, uh, I am excited. Football season is almost here. We are just a couple days out from uh, the true start of preseason. I don't really count the Hall of Fame game. No. Um, but I am definitely excited to get back to the world of football and get to go to some games. Yeah. Live and living color. That'll be a good time. So, uh, and I think that's going to about do it for us this week. And again, unless you have anything non-football real quick, I do have one thing non-football. What you got? Kirill Kaprizov is using a one year, like $8 million deal in Russia to try to get out of Minnesota or get a fat deal in Minnesota. If we're going to trade Jack Eichel, when am I getting Kirill Kaprizov back and tweet? <laughs> all right and with that that'll do it for this episode of hats tats and stats as always i am easy d here this week with big diesel hats tats and stats part of the bicbp radio network www.bicbp-radio.com slash hats dash tats dash stats uh find us on facebook twitter instagram and all the other cool social media places by just typing in hats tats and stats i guarantee you'll find us we're the only thing that's going to pop up uh like follow share subscribe and as always thank you for tuning in this has been hats tats and stats we will catch you next week go bills Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast is brought to you by Stinger Sports. Stinger Sports makes high-quality, fully custom supplemented uniforms and apparel that will have you looking great on and off the field. Get your custom-made pro-quality gear today at StingerWoodBats.com and put that S on your chest. 
Use promo code TIP OF THE CAP, all one word, for 10% off your order. Stinger Sports. Look great, feel great, play great.